Now on Radio Italia Uno. It's time for Happy Business Radio with Peter Salerno. An hour where we have lots of fun with very interesting guests. We talk about how to start, build, and increase your business. Right now, on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Yes, hello, hello, good afternoon, good morning, good afternoon and evening, hello. The reason why we say good morning, good afternoon and evening is because we are lucky enough to be here in Adelaide uh, every Monday from 2 till 3 p.m. And around the world, thanks to Podcast City, we go and in your own local time. You can listen to Radio Italia, Uno or Happy Business Radio. And uh, we are lucky enough now to be in over 40 countries the other day I started making a list of all the different emails that I've been getting from different countries and wow, I'm, I'm blessed to have uh, an audience that asks some very, very interesting questions and some very, very good feedback and, and you know, it's, you know, somebody says, oh, well, why do you talk about it? You're bragging. I said, I'm not bragging. It's not me. It's my clients and my special guests that make this show. It's nothing to do with me really and I just thank them all the time because the people keep sending me emails and ringing me or sending me messages saying, wow, you know, it's helped my friend or it's helped me. I realise now that what's been holding me back, there's a few people that made some major breakthroughs. There's a guy in India who I've got to talk about this because he he sent me a real email that you know, sort of got to me. You know, he was saying how because of COVID, his whole family has been devastated and he he hasn't been over to work. His whole family have not been over to work. Um, they've had restrictions. They couldn't move outside a certain area from their home. And it's like because of the crowd and the population where he's living, it's really he could only walk to the end of the street and to the other end of the street, and, and that's it. He wasn't allowed to go outside that area. The police were policing it in a really, really strict, strict area. They had people handing things over a barrier to try and pass things over, you know. And, and the guy couldn't go to the shop and the shop was right next to him. He just happened to be living right next to that barrier. So he had people uh, on the other side shopping for him and sending him stuff across the barrier. <laughs> you know, it's like we have no idea in Australia and especially in Adelaide what's happened. I mean, I've got friends in Melbourne who were crying to me over the phone and some of them we've had over the, the radio show. So, you know, I just thank God that we live in Adelaide, you know, the most livable city in the world. But, you know, when I get these messages, I sort of realise how lucky we are to be here and how lucky we are for what I do, you know, is just help people. And this guy was saying how he listened to one of our podcasts and it made him realise that uh, it's not forever, you know, and then they all started changing their attitude because they were all going downhill fast and they were getting really, really, really depressed and they were they were almost planning an army to do a revolt, you know. And he said after he heard our podcast and one of the guys that we had on the program, he, he realised, you know, that for things to, to change, first you must change. And this is what I said to a couple of people. And when he heard that, he said it really hit him like a you know, ton of bricks hitting him on the head. He said, you know, so I'll say that again. For things to change, first you must change. Now, I had a person that I've been speaking to and also said the same thing. He and his wife were about to separate and divorce and that everything was going bad and his business was going bad and he just couldn't handle it anymore. He was mentally totally distraught. He said he had been contemplating more and more and more on suicide, you know, and, and I tell you what, whew, talking to him, made me realise that 
one of the things that I said in the program, one of the things that one of my clients and or my uh, special guest had said, just he mentioned it and it changed his life. He said it made him realise that it wasn't his wife, it was him and it was the way he was thinking and it wasn't his clients, it was him. And as soon as he changed his attitude, started looking at other things and other ways of doing something, all of a sudden he realised that some of the people we've had on the program changed their business around. You know, there was one guy here that for two years in a row was losing money. Two years in a row was losing money. And he was about to close his business. Then COVID hit and he changed what he was doing, the way he was doing and got back on the wave. And his business increased by 400%. Remember that, Ron? 400% in that next year, you know? So just by changing the attitude, you know? And that's what, again, what somebody else had said and so, you know, I just thank all my guests and, and I thank the people, that, especially the people who send me messages and tell me this. Now, I know I've been going on for a while, but this is so important and this is what this show is all about. Happy business is about how to be happy in business. And if you're happy in business and you're achieving things, the great thing about it is you start to share it with other people. And as soon as you share it with other people, they get better as well. I mean, you get better and you feel good by helping somebody, but more importantly, you're helping somebody that was having trouble, you know, and get better at what they're doing. And my special guest now is a, is a very good friend of mine. I've known him for a long, long time. And I, it's, a, it's a real pleasure, a real pleasure to have him here. It's Nadal, Nadal Rashid. We've had him on previously on the radio show. And Nadal, it's been too long since you've been on the show. So thank you for coming back. It has. And thank you for having me back here, Peter. Yeah, no. It's, it's always a pleasure. Yeah, it's great. I mean, I've seen you a couple of times socially and stuff like that, but we haven't had you on the radio but Nadal Rashid runs a business, well, several businesses, but we'll, we'll get you to tell us about Silvertail Properties, which is one of his flagship companies, and a couple of other businesses that he's been doing. So, look, Nadal, thank you so much. I mean, I know since I've had you here a couple of years ago already, you've had two or three children, extra children. <laughs> well, I knew, I knew him when he was a child. Now he's got four of his own. That's it. You know, beautiful wife and four children and a growing business, you know. So, Nadal, welcome back. Thank you Thank for you, coming Peter. in tonight and now to, you know, to be on our show. But tell us about how did you cope through COVID? What the, I mean, that's the big thing because people want to know, prepare for the next one or prepare for any failure, anything that happens like that worldwide. Nobody expected it, you know. Absolutely. We've, a few people talked about it. What if we have a pandemic? What do we have this? What do we have that? But nobody extra planned for it, you know. And and like at the moment, everybody's got cyber attacks. You know, the biggest companies in Australia are being cyber attacked. And I'm sure all around the world, companies are being attacked. Mm. And, and although they talk about having plans for it, some companies are so big that they don't even have a plan. And I was just watching the news just before I came into here and one of the biggest companies in Australia, uh, over 4 million clients had no cyber attack planned. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, you know, go figure. But no, look, I mean, going to your original question, uh, COVID definitely changed the game for a lot of people and it taught us a lot of uh, major important lessons. Uh, and, and me being in the property game, obviously, you know, just re solidified the fact that, you know, property is one of the best investments to hold mm -hmm. during something like a pandemic, you know, yep. and the fact that, you know, the, the property market has kind of come back strong or, you know, it bounced mm -hmm. because there was a little period when it first hit where there was a bit of uncertainty in the yep. market and people were scared and 
not sure what to do. And I remember that period where we were having a lot of phone calls and conversations with our clients, just, you know, reassuring them that it's a long-term strategy. It's a yep. long-term game. Don't make any rash decisions. And within a couple of weeks, we just started to see the shift because you were mentioning before Adelaide being, you know, one of the most livable cities. And the, the, the cool thing about Adelaide during that period is that everyone wanted to come back here mm. because this is home for a lot of people that were, you know, maybe living abroad or living in different States. And, and because so many people wanted to, to move here, what mm -hmm. it did is it put a lot of pressure on, on the, on our market. So yes. what I mean by that, there was limited supply as it was because mm -hmm. people were scared to list their homes and put it on the market because they didn't want people coming through their homes. Mm. And yes. then you had more people wanting to move here because yes. either they wanted to move back home or because it was just safer and we didn't have the same lockdowns as Victoria and, and, and New States. South Wales right. did. And at that time we were voted, you know, one of the most livable cities, uh, one of the cleanest places, one of the safest places. And we were, we were starting to see some record investment. That, by happening. the way, that's a worldwide acclamation. It wasn't just an Australian thing. Absolutely. It, it, worldwide, Adelaide was voted the third, I think in the top three, most livable city in a yep. whole lot of categories to be up there, you know, Absolutely. and, and that's an honor for South Australia 100%. and Adelaide especially. So it was almost like a perfect storm because we had that going for us. We mm -hmm. had, you know, record number of investments you know, mm -hmm. happening in our state and you had big companies making announcements that they were moving here, particularly Google and Amazon. Yeah. And you had the, the submarine projects and the SpaceX yeah. projects. So all of that come to, came together in, a, in almost like a perfect storm. And yep. then we had a shortage of supply, yep. increased demand, record demand. We had net positive net migration happening mm -hmm. into the state. And what we saw with property prices was phenomenal. You know, we were seeing yeah. areas getting double digit growth across yeah. the board. So we were getting, you know, I mean, some areas were getting 20, 20% 20 plus, plus in yeah. capital growth, you yes. know? So, you know, you coupled that with the, the home, the, the government obviously released a, a construction grant or home builder grant at the mm -hmm. time. So any one person who built a new home would get $25,000 from the government. There was already a $15,000 first homeowner's grant. So yeah. Uh, buyers were encouraged to make investments like they weren't before. And it's like that perfect storm all came together and, and, and things just went boom. Yeah. The building industry in, in South Australia has boomed Absolutely. It, over the last five, six years. And, and the, the problem has been worldwide, yep. the shortage of products. <laughs> well, that's, that's the other yeah. part to it is that everything comes at a price. And with that increased demand and the increased activity, like you said, there was a shortage of supply. There was a shortage of trades. Yeah. And then you put, you add the COVID restrictions that we had on top of that. So yes. every time someone, you know, would, would uh, get COVID in a team, then the whole team would shut down. They yeah. wouldn't be able to, you know, to get on site for a couple of weeks. So it put major, major pressure on the construction industry. And as a result, what we saw is building uh, costs increase dramatically, you yes. know, upwards of 30%. So that's a huge increase when you're building a home. Absolutely. You know, a hundred thousand dollar home all of a sudden goes to 130 and 200 is 160. And you, you build that up to $300,000 home. You, yep. you're, you're paying a lot of money extra. Absolutely. So what rates. we saw <laughs> is whoever was positioned well at the start of that mm -hmm. boom has benefited immensely yep. throughout the process. So I'm talking people were buying houses for a four, you know, 350, $400,000. And within a couple of years, those same properties were worth 550, 600, yeah. 650. So they were making huge capital gains. The ones, unfortunately, that suffered were the ones that came in towards the end mm. of the grants because they would sign contracts. There was no land available because everything was sold. Yep. And people that were, were signing contracts, knowing that they weren't going to get on site for another year, year and a half. And what's happened in that time is that 
the construction prices have, have grown up. you know gone up yeah. so much that builders can't afford to build them for the same price that they sold the contract at. Yes, that's right. So it's now put pressure on builders to either try and, you know, cancel the contracts. And we saw yeah. builders paying customers, you know, upwards of $25,000 just to exit contracts. Wow. Or others were just terminating contracts. And unfortunately for some, it just meant that they went out of business. Yeah. So all that extra pressure that was put on the construction industries obviously filtered out and, you know, it's, it's, it's created a lot of wealth for some people, but mm -hmm. it's also been, you know, a, a bit of a burden on, yeah. on others. So look, I mean, like I said, it, it's, uh, COVID was probably one of the biggest, uh, I guess, lessons anyone could have gone through, um, over the last few years and being sort of on the front line, being mm -hmm. working in the property industry, it's definitely opened up our eyes. Um, and we always used to joke around, you know, that when, when the market goes through its cycles, it yeah. separates the men from the boys. Yes. But now it's, you know, even the strongest of men mm -hmm. are, you know, really digging deep and really, you know, trying to find everything they can just to, just to keep going through, you know, these, these challenging times, particularly for people in the construction industry. Yeah. I, I think the construction industry is one of the businesses that I know quite well because I grew up in that business. But, you know, my brother's a builder. My father was involved in well, the building Well, you're Italian, industry. so you have no Italian. choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I've been involved. I've, I've almost, I've had my finger on the pulse of that, of that particular business, you know, and I'm, I've associated with it in, in many, many ways. But what, what I found was that the shortage of supply mm. is another thing that's caused uh, all this to you know, escalate even worse because not only have the prices gone up, but you can't buy the material anyway. Mm, you know, right. I, I go to Bunnings or one of the hardware stores or the suppliers and half their shelves are empty. Yeah. They say, oh no, we've run out of that stock. We're waiting for it to arrive. You know, it hasn't come from China or it hasn't come from here or there or whatever. So we don't have the supplies. Mm. And then of course, unfortunately, Queensland had huge floods. They also had huge typhoids and, you know, they had... Uh, cyclones and they had, you know, storms. And so all our tradesmen from here went to Northern Territory or went to Queensland or North Queensland or Central, mm. you know. And then, of course, they had all the floods in New South Wales and everybody from here was invited to go up there to work and, and help. So we've lost, you know, I would say as many as half our mm. good tradesmen, yeah. you know. Well, there's been a bidding war over good trades. Yeah. Anyway, we look, we have to take a break, and but we'll come back and straight back with this so important how you uh, you know how do you can zoom out of COVID Adelaide welcomes back Riccardo Antonelli for one night only Radio Italia Uno in association with the Adelaide Italian Festival is proud to present The Voice of Italy 2022 starring Riccardo Antonelli Friday the 18th of November at the Woodville Town Hall Relive all of your favourite love songs and ballads depicting life in Italy including Mamma and Il Tue Mondo Riccardo Antonelli in concert and featuring Michaela Capriccioni and Davida Bonani. Book now at trybookings.com to avoid disappointment. Or contact Radio Italia Uno on 8212 3177 or speak with any of the station's committee members. Riccardo Antonelli in Adelaide for one night only. 
When you hear the name Bocelli Cafe, you think an Adelaide institution, a family restaurant that's been providing the finest Italian cuisine for almost two decades. Coffee of the highest quality and staff that treat you like family. Spacious, COVID-safe indoor dining and a fully heated outdoor area. The kitchen is always prepared for breakfast, lunch and dinner. Parking's a dream. Bocelli Cafe Restaurant, 81 to 83 Hutt Street, Adelaide. Call them, 8232 3006 to book. Or follow Bocelli on Facebook and Instagram. La nostra indipendenza è tutto. Brazy Mobility crea la tua indipendenza da più di 30 anni. Brazy Mobility è specializzato nella conversione di veicoli su misura per garantire piena accessibilità. Si assicura che le modifiche fatte alla tua auto incontrino i tuoi bisogni e offrino piena libertà. Brazy Mobility è fiera dei suoi tecnici altamente specializzati che lavorano in un laboratorio all'avanguardia, qui in South Australia. Non ci sono compromessi quando si tratta di soddisfare il cliente. Chiamali al 1800 Brazier oppure visita il loro sito web braziermobility.com.au Brazier Mobility. Crea la tua indipendenza. Hi, this is David Heath and I'm excited to be bringing my program Soundtrack of Your Life to Radio Italia Uno. Join me Friday nights at 7 for interesting guests, some great music and plenty of fun. It's the best way to kick off the weekend. Soundtrack of Your Life, Friday nights from 7 until 9 on Radio Italia Uno 87.6 FM. Radio Italia 1 Sito internet www.italia1.com.au Seguici anche sulla nostra pagina Facebook e Instagram Radio Italia 1 You're listening to Peter Saluno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia 1 87.6 FM Yes, thank you. Thank you for listening to Radio Italia 1 and of course to Happy Business Radio every Monday from 2 till 3 p.m. on Radio Italia Uno and on our podcast, thanks to Podcast City. You can download it on uh, any, wherever you get your podcast from. And uh, thank you. We are podcasting this to over 40 countries around the world. And thank you to everybody that shared this information and shared it with their friends and relatives overseas. And of course, to all the businesses that uh, have contributed to it. But also talking about businesses, please, Support the people that support us. You know, let, let us help you. If you have a product or a service that you want to advertise, get in touch with us at Radio Italia Uno. We have some fantastic specials. I mean, we have super, super specials this year, uh, leading up to Christmas especially. Um, so if you want to know how to get your business advertised, talk about or whatever, give me a call or go into Radio Italia Uno and talk to Mark or any of the boys there, uh, any of the guys Uh, we'll be able to help you. So uh, thank you. Support the people that support us. Now, it's my pleasure today to have uh, Nadal Rashid in here. Nadal has been a friend of mine for a long, long time. He's been in business 
uh, various businesses that he runs and his flagship is Silvertail Properties. And, and he is an expert in this field. He's been in the building uh, you know, industry. He's been building and, and selling uh, new homes, new properties, investment properties, and, and his company runs a rental role, as they call it. You know, he, he looks after properties and has a, a team there working uh, just to look after your property. So if you're looking for uh, somebody who will look after your property, give you good, you know, services and look after the whole project from putting people in, uh, taking people out, you know, I don't mean like a mafia style, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, letting people in, letting people out and, and evicting people or anything you have trouble with, get in touch with him. He can advise you on all that information. So it's Silvertail Properties here in Adelaide. Now, I know that there are people overseas and interstate who own properties in Adelaide, and sometimes it's very hard to deal with a, an agent that's not a local agent or somebody from overseas wants to contact somebody. Well, Nadal is here in Adelaide. He's local in Adelaide. He knows the Adelaide market. He can advise you on uh, if you want to buy an investment property, if you want to buy, build a property or whatever, get in touch with Nadal. I know he will personally look after you and he's got a whole team of people that are very, very good. And of course, I would not recommend them if I didn't think they were very good because uh, I personally know Nadal and I know his wife and his family, they really bend over backwards to help people. Thank you, Peter. So, and you're a client as well. Yeah, I'm a client as well. You're of course. one of our landlords. <laughs> yeah, you're one of the landlords. That's right. Yeah, so I'm I'm only talking about what I know. You know, I, I never brag about somebody that I don't know. Ah, thank so, you, you know, I highly, rec highly recommend you. Look, the, we're talking about the prices in Adelaide, how the, the prices of homes have gone up, how the price of land have gone up. And the demand has gone through the roof in Adelaide in a, you know, it goes in leaps and bounds and it, it goes in, you know, like ups and downs. But Adelaide has always been the sleepy city. You know, we've been the quiet achievers, I suppose they call That's it. Right. You know, we've been achieving things that Melbourne, Sydney and other states think they're better than us and we're the... The little sister. We just let them think that way. That's yeah, all. that's right. But but little Queen Adelaide here, Queen Adelaide is the queen, and and uh, you know live on forever. And and I know that you have a lot to do with the building industry, the shortages, and and I want to talk about some of the shortages that we've had, but also some of the changes which have been forced upon us. You know, so Definitely. how how do you found that in the real estate business overall? You know, from uh, selling to buying to building, you know, yeah, absolutely. I mean, look again. COVID was a was a great teacher for yeah. everyone, and in our industry in particular, because we were going through a boom phase whilst we were we had to deal with restrictions and lockdowns mm -hmm. and you know social distancing and all these things. What it did is it forced us to change the way we do business with people. Now, traditionally, we've always done business uh, nationally. So, although our head office is here in Adelaide, we've got clients and yep. properties in Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane, uh, even Perth, you know. Yep. So when COVID hit and we had to, you know, keep business as usual, yep. we automatically had to start adopting new technologies like, you know, Zoom and DocuSign and, yep. and trying to do things electronically and, and virtually. Yep. So what we found is in the first period, we were we had an, a record number of inquiries because of the grants that we were talking about before. But at the same time, we, we could not physically meet with them because one, we weren't allowed yeah. or two, they were scared to come in come or in, yes. whatever. So what, what, what happened, I remember the first weekend after we had the, um, 
you know, the, the announcement for the lockdown and for the uh, home builder grant. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just did a simple video. I just basically showed first home buyers how they could use the $25,000 home builder grant as well as the $15,000 first homeowners grant, wow. couple it together and buy mm -hmm. a house with no money down. Mm -hmm. And it was just a two, three minute video that I put on Facebook for my personal friends. And then it started getting shared around. And a guy that I used to work with uh, took that video and turned it into a landing page. And uh, we put it, we put a little, you know, budget behind it. Mm -hmm. And he went live on a Saturday morning. I remember by Monday when I walked into the office, I had over 120 inquiries. Excellent. And I could not physically handle all of them. So mm -hmm. what I decided to do is I thought, well, rather than do a seminar or something of that nature, like I normally would, we decided to do a webinar. Mm -hmm. So we did a webinar and we had about 90 people rock up to that webinar. Mm -hmm. Out of the 90 people, there was about 20 of them that, pretty much signed a, a, an engagement to, mm -hmm. to start looking for a property. And from that point on, everything that we did in our business was digital, yes. you know, so th from electronic contract signings mm -hmm. to electronic bookings, to, uh, virtual inspections, to mm -hmm. everything. Yeah. And what it taught us is that we could actually sell a property without having and to have to any there. physical interaction mm -hmm. with people or for them to even physically see it because yep. we'd sold probably about a dozen properties just by doing video walkthroughs for, yes. you know, to customers interstate, Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane. Yep. And, uh, you know, it really, really changed the mindset behind not only just selling property, but running a business yep. at the time. And I think, you know, those lessons were started to filter out to other industries as well, because everyone had to adapt to the new ways of doing business. And, you know, again, COVID was, was a great teacher and, and, you know, those who adapted, mm -hmm. I saw do really well. And yep. those who were stuck in the old ways, unfortunately, yep. you know, started backpedaling and, uh, some of them aren't, aren't, aren't doing business anymore. Unfortunately. Well, that's, that's just it. I mean, um, I, I was, uh, coaching, uh, one of the guys who had a restaurant in the city and he asked me like, what do I do? What do I do? You know, how do I, what do you think? You know? And I said to him, you know, like, I've seen what's happened in other countries, you know, I've seen what's happened in other places. And I just said to him, look, you know, do you make any uh, pre-orders? You know, do you, and he said, no, no, people just line up, you know, every morning they line up here and we just make the coffee as fast as we can. We got uh, three baristas in the morning, you know, like they put on, they know he was smart enough that already to know that at certain times he needed early morning traffic, you know, mm. So he would open up at 6 or 6.30, uh, have all the coffees ready for the people going into the city and going into the offices and stuff. So he would have uh, morning tea and coffee ready for them, like breakfast and coffee, you know. And he'd have these three people making coffees nonstop, you know. And then what happened was he said, um, we decided to, to make the breakfast as well, you know, rather than just buying something. We, we'll say, you ring us up now. And order online. We we can have your coffee ready at the time that you said you're gonna you want it ready, and we can just warm it up and it's ready for you, nice and warm. Serve it up for you. And he started doing that. You know, before he had two baristas doing coffees and stuff, so people didn't have to wait a long time. But he brought an extra barista in just to do that. Awesome. You know, and his business boomed, and people said, you know, they would walk three blocks. Normally, they just go downstairs around the corner, buy the coffee and go upstairs again. People would walk three blocks, just have their cigarette while they're walking or have their walk, right, to get the coffee and walk back to their office just to have that walk, just to have that thing. 
And he said that everybody was commenting on it, you know. And it's surprising how quickly his business boomed. And then he started making lunch packs that they could take with them, you know. And awesome. he also made, uh, in the uh, afternoon, he had people preparing um, like meal meal things, you know, that they could take home with them or, or afternoon preps, yeah. teas and stuff. You know, he said it was surprising how many people started ordering coffees and breakfast, how many people started ordering coffees during the day and coming down to pick it up and walking back with them, you know, for the rest of the office, you know, so not just sell one but come back with five coffees, mm. you know. And then he said in the afternoons and evenings he would have um, – Afternoon teas ready with coffees and people would go back with coffees and a pile of donuts or a pile of other uh, afternoon tea. And his business actually boomed. Yeah. You know, and I'm thinking, wow, you know, awesome. just, just little things like that. And yet three or four coffee shops on the way to his place and back were totally empty and closed down. Mm. And people in, on the east end and, you know, west end of town and, and other places closed down altogether. And his business employed extra baristas and three extra staff to to do all those other things. There you go. It so, just goes to show that, you know, when times are tough, it's, uh, yep. you know, what you do. Yeah, it's changing. It's about the, the quick change that you have to make, you know, and, and that's what this is all about. So, look, we'll come back and I want to talk about compared to interstate and how, we, how we're going now and, and what you're doing with your business, all right? Yep, so no worries. Thank you very much. Bonacera Restaurant, a family-operated business that has been welcoming customers for over 50 years. Spoil yourself to the finest Italian cuisine with impeccable service from Larry and the team. Compliment your meal with a magnificent wine from their impressive selection. Famous for their boletti, their handmade pasta with crab and prawns, their tripe or sobocco, and local calamari. And then there's their specialty, the veal cooked to your liking. Bonacera Restaurant, 295 Glen Osmond Road, Glenunga. Call 8379-5647 to book. Yo! Ciao! Armando Paradiso from Unique Stone. Delivering quality stone tops to South Australia for over 20 years. Granite, marble, Caesar stone. Unique stone. Granito, marmo, Caesar stone. Unique stone. Thinking stone bench tops to your kitchen, bathroom, or furniture? Unique stone at Jacobson Crescent, Holden Hill. Call us now. 8266-2280. Unique stone. We won't be beaten. Come on, che stai facendo? Yo, chiama adesso. Caffè Bocelli. Non solo un ristorante, ma una vera istituzione. Una conduzione familiare che da quasi 20 anni offre il meglio della cucina italiana. Caffè di altissima qualità. Una sala da pranzo interna spaziosa e confortevole. Uno spazio esterno completamente riscaldato e un servizio accogliente e familiare. Aperti a colazione, pranzo e cena. Venite a gustare un delizioso pasto preparato con cura e passione. Caffè Bocelli, 8183 Art Street, Adelaide. Per prenotazioni chiamate l'8232 3006 oppure seguite Caffè Bocelli su Facebook e Instagram. Hi, I'm Matt McQuinley. Join me each Monday evening from 6 to 7 p.m. for Change the World with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno. 
We focus on changing the world for the better by taking personal responsibility, destroying victim philosophy, canceling cancel culture, and by discussing as well as listening to each other on topics like leadership, cultural trends, beliefs, business, history, world events, and more. Change the world with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Vuoi promuovere la tua attività? Vuoi aumentare il tuo volume di affari? Non sai a chi rivolgerti? Chiama Radio Italia 1. Il nostro staff commerciale è a disposizione per ogni informazione o preventivo personalizzato. Chiama all'82123177. Radio Italia 1. E anche tu sarai un numero 1. Radio Italia 1. Listening to Peter Saluno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much. And thank you for listening. It's been a it's been a pleasure to bring this program to you. I've had um, a few people ask me, you know, why do you do the program and you know where you're going with it? And I said, look, I'm doing it for the people. I'm doing it for my guests because my guests are You know, it's like quite a few times I've, I've got the same sort of message from different people. It's like having a motivational seminar every week, you know. And I said, well, thank you, because my guests are the ones that have achieved what they've achieved. And they're the ones that have achieved in, in so many areas. And, and uh, so it's not just in one area. And some people run multi-businesses that, you know, on the side that, that are still doing, you know. So it's all about mindset and and mindset changes, you know, changing. And, and the one that survives are the ones that change quickly, you know. So, again, I just want to say thank you. Please support the people that support us. And if you have a product, a service or anything you want to advertise, Get in touch with us and we will help you. At Radio Italia Uno, we're here to help. We're here to promote, you know, your services and stuff. And, and of course, we bring uh, special guests from um, overseas every so often. And we have um, the voice of Italy, which is uh, Riccardo Antonelli, uh, live from Italy. He's coming here to the Woodville Town Hall on Friday, the 18th of November. And the show starts at 7.30. Tickets are $59. But there's a couple of other local performers as well that will be supporting him. And hosted, of course, by Martha, our, our um, beautiful Martha, who does a wonderful job as a compare. And, of course, bookings can be a try booking or through our radio station. Get in touch with anybody at our station and they'll tell you what to do. But, you know, highly recommended. We, we try and promote these sort of shows live from Italy, the voice of Italy, Riccardo Antonelli. So please get in touch with us, get in touch with Try Booking before Friday the 18th of November because on Friday night, the 18th of November, he'll be at the Woodville Town Hall. And just recently we've had the uh, tenors and we've had a lot of other shows that we promote. And, you know, if you've got any ideas that you're looking for, get in touch with us. We'd love to share your ideas. Now, of course, we're talking about Happy Business Radio and how to survive in business, how to Zoom through COVID and how some companies have Zoomed through and how some have, have failed. We're talking about the shortages that have occurred, the changes that have had to ch be made to survive. And, and now we're talking about the mindset and the changes that need still need to happen, you know, and, and the preparation that you need to do, whether you're in business or whatever industry you're in, you need to keep looking at how to keep improving. And, you know, one of my special guests here to, today is Nadal Rashid. And, you know, we've been friends for a long time. He's been doing coaching in property, sales, marketing, the whole industry 
you know, not just one side of it, of buying and selling, but also the, the managing of the properties, you know, and he does uh, manages properties. And also he talked about the building industry, the shortage in the building industry, uh, how the prices have boomed in Adelaide, but really all they're doing, they're uh, readjusting, aren't they? Yeah. They're, yeah, they're readjusting. And of course, I, I want to compare interest rates that, you know, the, the effect that interest rates will have on the industry that, you know, predict what you think. Absolutely. You know? Look, there's no doubt that uh, interest rates is a hot topic at the moment. You know, we've had uh, a record number of um, interest, interest rate rises yes. in yes. a row. Um, but what, what a lot of people are failing to, to realize as well is that we're sort of going back to normal levels. You know, this yes. wasn't, I mean, 5% interest rate is not a foreign thing for us. You know, we, we, we all, we, sometimes yes. you hear about interest rates being 18% back in the... I can remember I mean, that. Yeah. 19 and even 20%. Now, obviously, yeah, you know, yeah. property prices Ridiculous. weren't what they were back then. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the idea of us having to deal with interest rates around that, you know, 4 or 5% is not, is not uh, you know, foreign not, to us, right? Yeah. Now, the people who I'm, who, I f who I'm finding are feeling at the most are particularly those who are new to the market. Because yep. you've got to remember, about a third of property owners don't have mortgages, right? So they're they're the lucky bunch. You know, obviously they've done well in the past. They've paid their mortgages yep. off. So a third of them haven't really felt any changes. Then you've got another third who've been homeowners for some time. So you know they've also had the benefit of going through a few years of record low interest yep. rates, which means they're ahead of their you know payment schedule yep. because a lot of them kept the payments the same, but interest rates were lower, so they were yep. making more principal but, payments yep. towards it. So now that interest rates have risen, they're back to what was almost normal for them. Yep. So the ones that are feeling it the most are the ones who've entered into the market in the last in few years. Shortly, yeah. Short Particularly time. the first home buyers who were leveraged at say 95%, 97%. They've borrowed to the maximum of their borrowing you know, ability. Yep. And they're just trying to get used to having a home loan for the first time. And all of a sudden they're dealing with inflation, rising cost of living, rising interest rates. Yep and all these additional expenses. And they're the ones that I'm having close conversations with on a daily basis, just yes. reminding them that this is a period that we will get through. Mm -hmm. This is a period where they will have to start making some changes. And it just means that there's two things that could happen. They could either give up mm -hmm. and sell the property and then go back to being renters and you know yeah. having that dream of owning a home again, or they can make some changes in their lifestyles. Now, whether it may be trying to find ways to make more income mm -hmm. or whether it's ways to cut back on some of their expenses, but something mm -hmm. has to give. Yes. So the, uh, and the unfortunate part is that the generation that is struggling at the moment mm -hmm. is the generation that wants everything yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> right? Now, now, now. And they're not used to not having things their way because, yeah. you know, they've obviously grown up having access on the to anything card. they want. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah. this is a great learning experience for a lot of them. Now, the conversations I'm having with with many of them is that, you know, they, they're calling me up going, Nadal, we can't afford to keep paying these interest, you know, these yeah. higher uh, loan repayments. Mm -hmm. We're thinking about selling. First thing I'm doing is going back and just doing a budget with them again. Yeah. So I'm sitting down with them and going, okay, let's look at where the money is coming in and where the money is going, going out. out. And what I'm finding is a lot of these people are actually on good incomes, but they've you, got... I need you to talk to my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I need to talk to my wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but 
What yeah, I'm so finding, if you need if you need Nadal to talk to you, your wife, or anybody else, you know, <laughs> give us a call. Thanks for that, Peter. Yeah. So what I'm what I'm finding is that a lot of people actually have income coming in, which is a great thing. You know, mm-hmm. it's a great starting point. But the priorities around where the expenses and where payments are going mm-hmm. might not be, you know, in the best order. So I'm finding yeah. a lot of people that have got you know car loans. They're spending money on you know, uh, things like Uber Eats and going out yes. and take out and, yeah. you know, entertainment and smoking and drinking and all these kind of things. And the conversations I'm having with them is what, which of these expenses can we start cutting back on and mm-hmm. start diverting that money towards your home loan? It seems ridiculous. I, w- I was talking to somebody just this morning, just mm-hmm. this morning. And I said to them, yeah, but you, you go out for meals. That's right. Two, three times a week. And they said, oh, no, no, it's not that many. I said, well, a couple of times during the week and on the weekends, you're always out. Oh, yeah, we go out every weekend. I said, well, what what do you spend as an average? And, and they were surprised. Mm. They said, oh, we don't really know. And then I said, well, you know, what's the cost for your meal there? You know, 30 bucks average. Yep, 30 bucks average. They're 60. Oh, yeah. And I said, you, you both have a few drinks and that's an average of 10 bucks a drink. Mm. Yeah. So we have two drinks. We worked out that just one meal is over a hundred dollars. Yep. You know, somebody said to me the other day, "Oh, you know, we went to the supermarket and we had dinner at the supermarket, and you know, after we did the shopping or before we did the shopping." And I said, "Yeah, well, what did that cost you?" He said, "Yeah, we, you know, we were surprised it was ninety dollars, mm. just two of them." And I go. said, "Well, there's a hundred bucks that you don't have that you could have put on your mortgage." That's right. And they went. What? <laughs> yep. You know, without thinking about it. Well, here's the thing. Some people aren't prepared to make the hard decisions, right? Yeah. So this, I'll give you an example. I had a couple, they're earning about $150,000 combined together. So he's on 80, she's on 70. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got a mortgage, which was costing them pre, you know, before the interest rate rises was going to be about $1,700 a month. Mm-hmm. Now with the interest rates rising, it's going to cost them $2,500 a month. <sighs> so it's about, you know, call it 800 bucks extra per month, yeah. 200 bucks a week. Yeah. When we broke down their costs and and their and their budget, yeah. what we found is that the, you know they were spending about six hundred dollars a month on Uber Eats, yeah. you know, and then they That's had another ridiculous. couple of hundred dollars on just alcohol and you know yeah. entertainment and takeaway. Then they had uh, it was it was over a thousand dollars a month on just car repayments, mm. you know. And the minute I asked them, I said, "Are you prepared to make a make a change in the car that you drive, okay, in order to retain an asset?" Because everything that you've shown me on here in terms of your expenses yeah. are liabilities and these are money that's going out of your money bucket. Yeah. But you're not really putting the focus on retaining an asset because the only thing that's worthwhile in this whole sheet that I can see here is yeah. the property. Because yeah. property is the only asset that's going to grow gonna in, go value. in value. Over a period of time. Correct. That's and right. now with inflation, as yep. the value of money decreases, the, prop- the, as- the value of assets is going to naturally increase, yes. right? So, and when you couple it with all the, you know, other fundamentals and technical factors going on in the property market, it'd be silly to get rid of a property just because you want to relieve yourself of some debt repayments or expenses. So unfortunately we are at a point where we have to make a, have to have a tough conversation with ourselves and be, and have the ability to make tough decisions as well, because it's in those moments of decisions that will dictate the, the course of. Yep. you know, of, of where we end up. Yeah. Well, that's, so, look, I just want to say, when I was talking to somebody, I gave him an analogy. I said, it's like, you know, go back in time. It's like being in a, in a horse and cart. Mm-hmm. You know, the horse and cart moves along really slowly and there was people walking alongside it, you know, and they were walking at the same pace almost as a horse and cart would walk, but going across America or going, you know, across Australia or whatever. And I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, but if you fall out of that cart as a child, you fall out the back. The cart keeps moving. That's right. By the time you get up, 
And by the time you realise that you've fallen out and the cart's moved over the hill, you've got to run really fast to catch up to it. That's right. You know, and that's what happens with a mortgage. You know, if you sell your property now, by the time you are ready to catch up to your buying another one, you're going to have to pay a lot, lot more. It's gone up and over the hill and you'll be way out of your sight. Absolutely. My advice to every homeowner at the moment, particularly the first home buyers who are struggling with their mortgage repayments, is do whatever you can at all costs to keep hold of that property. Get good advice. As simple as that. Look, we've got to take a break. We'll come straight back after this. Thank you so much. Looking for a new coffee machine for your home or workplace? Look no further than Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your experts in all things coffee. Why not come in for a chat and a special coffee tasting? You'll find us at 264 Gilbert Street in the city. Mention Radio Italia Uno and you'll receive a free 250 gram bag of freshly roasted coffee beans. You can also shop online at www.fccoffee.com.au where you'll find our large range of premium roasted coffee beans, coffee machines, accessories, hot chocolates, teas and lots, lots more. I'm Danielle from Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your one-stop shop for all things caffeine. Quando sei a tavola, hai mai pensato alla freschezza della tua insalata e alla sua bontà? High Fresh è una ditta del Sud Australia, a condizione familiare, orgogliosa di fornire prodotti freschi locali. Prova i nostri prodotti dalla lattuga all'insalata mista, dalla verza a stir fry. Le puoi trovare in tutti i Romeo Foodland, OIGI e dal tuo fruttivendolo di fiducia. La prossima volta che fai la spesa, scegli la freschezza, scegli High Fresh. O'Brien Electrical Adelaide, your local electrical electrician. Service and responsiveness for locally owned and operated businesses, their priority. 263 Sturt Street in the city, right alongside of Radio Italia Uno. Give them a call and speak with their friendly staff. Their number 1300 051 482. Hello, I'm Peter Salerno. Please join me on Happy Business Radio every Monday, 2 to 3 p.m. on Radio Italia Uno. We have lots of fun with very interesting guests. We talk about how to start, build and increase your business. Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Ti piace la musica? Hai voglia di metterti in gioco? Entusiasmo e personalità non ti mancano? Radio Italia 1 sta cercando te. Chiama l'82 123177 e anche tu avrai la possibilità di entrare a far parte del nostro team. Radio Italia 1, diamo voce alla tua voce. Radio Italia 1. You're listening to Peter Saluno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia 1 87.6 FM. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the program. And, and of course, thank you to my special guest, uh, Nadal. Um, look, I just want to say also, please keep supporting the people that support us. Radio Italia Uno is here for your pleasure. We play the music you like. We, we have the programs you like. And uh, thank you so much for listening to us. And, of course, podcasted, you can come back and listen to this program anytime you like. Happy Business Radio. You can share it with all your friends. You can ask them to have a look at Happy Business Radio and they can... 
look on whatever program they use to get their podcast and they can hear it over and over again. And that's the benefit of this because uh, once you have a radio program, once it's gone to air, it's hard to go back and listen to it again or you have to go and get it off the computer. Here you can do it quite easily and you can share parts of it or whatever. So thanks to Ron from Podcast City that makes it possible. But Nadal Rashid is a, a property manager, he, he, a real estate company, he's the developer, he, he builds his own properties and, and stuff like that. Plus, he helps a lot of people. He coaches people on how to buy properties, how to invest in properties, how to invest in real estate, both here and interstate. So it's not just it's really all over Australia, although he's based here in Adelaide. Look, Nadal, again, thank you so much for coming in. Oh, thank you for having it, it, me. It's been a real pleasure. I mean, we've covered so many different things, and and every one of them not only relates to us here in South Australia, but can relate to other people in their country would happen the same thing, you know. And the one thing that I want to make the changes quickly. Hmm. I think this is the most important thing. You know, you, you, you've got to have the uh, ability to... Uh, the mindset changes. You've got to do change your mindset quickly and, and also make the changes quickly. So if you think of something and you think, how can I do this, uh, ask the right questions and ask the right people. You know, it's not about you, – you have to ask the question, but you have to ask somebody who knows. And with right. all due respects, it's no use asking the local butcher and, and how to cut something out of your finger, you know. Mm. He's good at cutting up meat, but he's not doing operation on you. <laughs> that's, that's right. But you look, know? and I think an important point is to obviously is to use what we've been through over the last few years and use the lessons out of them as well. Mm -hmm. So when we relate that to things like property, for example, and property investing, you know, something that's come out of this whole pandemic is the, is the need and the importance of having another source of income rather than just relying on, on a job. Because yes. what we found is a lot of people were either forced out of a job or didn't have a job as a result of, you know, something that was outside of their control. Mm -hmm. And what we found is those people who had a plan B, whether it's been a second source of income from yep. their investing or another side business or something like that, mm -hmm. were able to weather the storm a little bit easier than the average person that was just relying on one income. Because yeah. most Australian households only have one or two sources of income and it's it's well, generally it's, coming from their paid employment. Yes, and it's not just Australian households because we've got we've got people listening to this in, like I said, over Correct. 40 this countries. This is worldwide. This is worldwide. And, and I, I've been speaking to people overseas and in other countries and, and we've had them on Zoom and stuff That's like right. that. And and they all say, oh, thank you for sharing. Yep. So yep. wherever you are, look at... This applies to everyone. ...other incomes. You know, Absolutely. And how this applies to, to everyone. Yeah. Look at ways of you can get other incomes. And if, look, if you need help, give me a call, send me an email... And I'll give you some ideas. Absolutely. Look, one one important Share the thing ideas. that we we saw is, and and we've learned obviously firsthand is, that the average millionaire has t six to seven income streams. Yeah. And they're generally coming from assets that are growing in value and giving them a, a source of income yep. as well. And what better investment vehicle than property? Yeah. Right. So property has the ability to do three things at any given time, which is increase the amount of capital that you have because mm -hmm. just, you know, naturally as the value of property increases, that's, you know, that's adding to your net position. Yep. The second thing that's uh, great about property is it's the best form of passive income. Everyone loves talking about passive income, making money while they're asleep, but yep. there's no such thing as passive income because there's obviously there's some form of work or capital that's needed to, to go into it. Whereas with property, once you've got that home, you know, if you bought that yeah. property, say, 
20 years ago for $100,000 and you've paid that debt off and it's still bringing you $500 rent per week, that is the best form of passive That's income yeah, because you're providing a roof over someone's head yep. and you know, you're getting that, that income in return. Yep. And the third thing that's really good about property is for people who are working and they're paying taxes, it's probably one of the best ways Tax to deduction. reduce your yep. your taxes legally as well. Yeah. So <laughs> legally. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're Italian, you know you're yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So legally. Well, <laughs> with um so so a lot of the conversations we've had with clients and first-time investors is is how do you start shifting the focus from working more hours and selling more of your time to make more money to mm -hmm. then making your money work for you. Yep. And when you start thinking of every dollar like an employee yep. and that employee has got a responsibility to give you a return yep. and to give you some form of income and to make life easier, when you adopt that mindset and you move forward with you know a particular strategy, because yep. there's lots of ways to invest in property, obviously, yep. as you know. Uh, but when you find the right one that's for you and you can commit to taking, you know, certain action and certain steps and you're accountable to someone like a yep. coach or a mentor or, or yep. something like that, and you just commit to playing the long-term game because obviously yep. property is not an overnight strategy. Yeah, well, it, doesn't, it takes a yeah. while. Um, if you can do that. But it's one that, of those things that does keep growing up and up and up. Absolutely. Now, there is, there is sometimes an adjustment. They're talking about the property is going to drop by 10% or, you know, whatever, whatever over the next few years. they've been saying years. that for... But they've always said that. And even if it does drop, you know, over a 10-year period or five or 10-year period, it's always going to be going yeah. up. 100%. You know, and, it, and here's the thing, Peter, you only realize a loss when you sell. Yes. Right. So if you don't, if you don't sell the if property you hang on to it longer, and you hang on yep. to it long enough, it's going to recover and obviously, you know, yep. pay its dividends at some point. Yep. That's right. Look, uh, please, if you have any questions about this, give me a call, send me an email, look at Happy Business Radio, look at Peter Salerno and send me some information. I'll give, I'll pass on Nadal's information or look up Silver Tail Properties uh, here in Adelaide. Um, Nadal Rashid, thank you so much for coming in. It's been a real pleasure mm. catching up to you again. My pleasure and, as always. And of course, uh, on radio, you've shared some really good pearls of wisdom, you know, and, you. and not everybody can buy a property straight away, but talking to you, you can show them how they can get into the property market. There's always a starting and, point. And how to start, you know, and how to buy a percentage of it or whatever, you know. And, and of course, there's joint projects and stuff like that you can do and get involved with just... Uh, building a property with somebody else or partly with somebody else or whatever. So you've got all those things. He's, Absolutely. He's, you know, Nadal is a coach. He does all this sort of stuff and he coaches people how to do it, you know. So even if you can't do it straight away, find out, look at him up and all the best. Thank you oh. so much for coming. And thank you all for listening. And I look forward to Happy Business Radio next week and keep on smiling. Thank you. Bye. You have been listening to Happy Business Radio with Peter Salerno. Catch our show every Monday from 2 to 3 p.m. on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM.